six things to know before leasing your land. You know, when the time comes to negotiate land leases, landowners are met with a large number of options when it comes to making adjustments to those agreements. And I wanted to go over a few of those things that you might need to consider before leasing your land. The first one is figure out your lease termination date. Your lease termination can depend heavily on what you're leasing. For example, mineral right leasing can last years or decades. Crop and livestock agreements can vary from seasonal to multi-year agreements. So think carefully about the kind of agreements you already have on the property. The kind of agreement you have established may have an opt-out clause, early termination penalties, or potentially restrictions on your ability to negotiate with others in the case of mineral rights. Long-term crop or livestock agreements may involve agreements surrounding fencing, the status of the land, and general upkeep. So make sure that you have read through the documents and understand all the timelines being presented. You should have a plan well before a term of lease expires. Give yourself, I would say, roughly 20% of the time for the lease for a period to begin. A full review of your documents to make sure that all of the I's are dotted and T's are crossed. If you have a 20-year lease agreement with, let's say, a wind farm or solar energy company, gas or oil, the time you take to review your rights can save you a lot of last-minute panic over complex documents. If you have a seasonal agreement, a say 30 or 60 day review can give you the time to work through all those details. Never leave yourself too little time to make sure that you have all the questions answered to protect yourself. The second thing is to confirm your land's fair market lease value. The value of your land lease is something land professionals can often help you provide for you. And is your land ideal place to locate an energy agreement? Are there already well approvals? Does your land sit in an area where their land or solar placements can be beneficial? What if the rough terrain with hardwood trees prevents uh what if the rough terrain with hardwood trees prevents perfect opportunities for companies looking to establish carbon credits? You can have the companies themselves tell you what your land is worth or its best uses. But knowing for yourself allows you to negotiate from a place of rather strength than weaknesses. When it comes to negotiating for your livestock and crop leasing, does a bad year prior indicate that your land lease is worth less? It may be more important to establish the long-term trend against the market. How valuable of a producer is your land in comparison to other properties of similar size and makeup? You, if you know the value of your land, then you can be sure you can get the best deal. Number three is drafting up a written lease agreement. Handshakes and verbal confirmations don't count for anything in these days and age. Handshakes and verbal confirmation don't count for anything in this day and age. Major agreements regarding mineral rights don't settle for handshake or verbal agreement. But 
you can use a language that's difficult to navigate. Major agreements regarding mineral rights don't settle for a handshake or verbal agreement, but can use language that's difficult to navigate. If you aren't sure of what you're signing, make sure to ask for help rather than sign a multi-decade long agreement you might find later was negotiated poorly. If you negotiate too hard, these companies may form agreements with you and never develop on your land. If your agreement is too low, the development may occur, but you may leave money on the table. By working with the land professionals, you can find the right amount to get the agreement that serves you well. When it comes to livestock and crops, history is a full of handshake agreements. That simply won't work there either, though. In order to protect yourself from the liability and ensure you have the receive proper compensation, a written agreement is required for any leasing plan to succeed. Number four, Review the lease agreement you signed. As your lease agreement comes to a close, you may be asked to renew the agreement. Before you renew, the same farmer or company may go back through your prior agreement. Did the other party fulfill their end of the agreement? Were payments prompt? Were there delays, problems, or damages to the property that lowered the amount of revenue you received? These are important questions to ask yourself before you renew an agreement. If you want to continue working with the company or individuals who prior held the lease, you may look to rework the document to cover issues you did not discover in the first term of their lease. If you were required to improve the property without compensation, it may require an increase in the rate of the lease. Number five, verify lease insurance. You never want to see a driver on the road without insurance, since if you are in an accident with them, your insurance could take a hit. Before you sign anything with a company or farmer, take a few seconds to check their insurance to ensure you're covered. Make sure your farmer's crop insurance satisfies the requirements of their lease and that if you had a bad season, your payment is protected. If you agree with a company over a long term, make sure there's an in-place insurance agreement that protects you against default. These are standard questions to ask and help protect your property before you make an agreement that could turn sour. Finally, number six, develop a strong relationship with your leasing client. The new growing season might feel far away, but now is a great time to grow a solid relationship with your farmer. Show them that you care about your land and that you'll find the yourselves in a mutual beneficial relationship. Building a personal relationship makes it easier to find out how things are going and to get solid results from the farmer or rancher and yourself. If you are leasing your land to a company, build a relationship with that representative in your area and make sure you are aware of their projects ongoing. The more you know about the company and how they're doing, the better your interactions will be. Leasing your land and receiving rental payments for part of your land can be a way to offset your own costs and lighten your load. It is a great solution for many who are waiting to develop the land they have or in the cases of mineral rights, looking to make a long-term decision that can generate passive income. Keeping a few of rules 
keeping a few few keeping a few rules of the road in mind is all it takes to make sure that your plan is a success. Keeping a few rules of the road in mind is all that it takes to make sure that your plan is a success.